Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to another episode of What's Going On Here. This is episode 19, and as always, I have uh, the young, the flashy, the confident yet subtle, and always smells good, also known as the Quig, (laughs) Mr. Sean Quigley. Wow, thank you. I mean, now I know you're lying, because I don't always smell good. So at well, least... at least you always smell good when you're here, because oh, you okay. usually smell of beer, so no, you smell true. good. That's, uh, that's, that, okay, that's, that's fair. That's fair? Okay. I don't think you smell very well anyway, though. No, no, I don't smell <laughs> at all. Some of the sinus issues it tells me I smell well. It's no, like, no. okay. And, of course, we have for a second episode, thank you very much, Miss Young Sabrina Zara, back to join us. Sabrina, how I'm are back. You? I stayed. A smell is subjective. Oh, there you go. Yep. There you go. Young, lovely Sabrina is thank back you. with us. Uh, she decided to stick with us for another round of interesting reviews. Mm. And today what we're reviewing, now this is hardly a little known movie, this is a very Mm. well known movie, but we put a twist on it. So we are actually reviewing Sharknado. Now, to full disclosure, I've never seen any of the Sharknados. Mm. Sean, you said you saw Sharknado 2? Yes. Okay. Sabrina, have you seen any of them? I've seen one of the Sharknados, but I really can't remember which one. Okay. Well, and it, it might have even been the knockoff Sharknado. What was it? Like, like it was like a shark. Shar- yeah, it was like a shark hurricane. Sharkarakane. It was charcuterie. You were watching a documentary on salami. I was you watching. Were... <laughs> that was actually. It was all about food. <laughs> right. It was on the Food Network. Okay. And today we uh, and uh, in honor of our what we started with the last episode, um, football foods while watching football because of the NFL season, we are having empanadas today, and our empanadas are from La Placita Bakery. In Bergenfield, New Jersey, 24 North Washington Avenue. And mm. if you haven't had these, they're pretty nice, so do go check them out. And our beer, uh, once again, we're back with our friends from the elementary. We are reviewing Trophy Wife, mm. which is a blonde ale. Yes. With a 4.8% ABV and 25 IBU. Mm. International bitterness units, in case you didn't know. Ah, I did not know. You did not know? Okay, I did well. Not. See, this, oh, is, well. this is an this educational, is educational show as well. <laughs> yes, exactly. You should put it onto the educational section of iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Well, get yeah. some college students Ooh. up in here. Maybe, yeah, why not? Oh, easy, Rocco. Uh, easy, uh, easy, Rocco. I know, sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I'm a one track mind type of person. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so we watched the middle 20 minutes of Sharknado. So, we got in on 24, no, 34 minutes in because it was, it, it came out that way. That would be the middle 20 minutes would start at the 34th minute. Now, to throw the extra wrench so we could try and figure out what's going on here. We actually made the audio in Spanish. We selected it in mm, Spanish. Which is a new thing to discover. Yes. That's opened a new realm of possibilities now. For lots like. of... Yes. Because we could watch a bunch of English things in just a different language now, I guess. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As long as they offer... you know, There's probably like a plethora of like Canadian things that we could watch in French. Oh, that's true. 
Yeah. Oui, oui. Oui. C'est vrai. Yeah. Mm. So this, uh, yeah, you're right. This opens a whole new window because we, we tend to avoid the English-speaking ones. Although, some, to be fair, some English-speaking ones were very, very good because mm. the shows were just so just... Right. The, the 100 being one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've heard the 100 is really good. <laughs> well, it was entertaining. <laughs> I don't know about really good. Yeah, yeah. Because... Yeah. <laughs> That's the concept of how there's... Oh, wait. I'm getting confused with The Leftovers. Ah, uh, yes. I've heard good things oh, about The Leftovers. Oh, there was like four shows that all had the same... The numbers, about yeah. like how there's, there's a certain group of people that are leftover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After a certain thing. I've heard good things um, about The Leftovers. There was like the 3,800, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the 7,700. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. They, they were just like... For a while, like that was the thing. Let's just like get numbers and mm. these are all the people that are there. Really? That's it? <laughs> yeah. Because... We don't have a sustainable population anymore. We're going to die out. What's the... Because... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. And, like I said, Trophy Wife, which is a blonde ale, uh, 4.8% with a 25 IBU. And like we do every show, shall we do an inaugural toast? Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Cheers for my friend. Clink. Oh, you can clink. reach. Oh, we can reach. Yeah. Clink, clink. All right. Let's see. Nice, clear... Nice, clear body. Ooh. Very nice amber. You know, I actually like this better than the hops in Dreams. Ooh. This is nice. It's very nice. Yeah. Again, really easy to drink. So yeah. easy to drink. Yeah. Mm. Like. Yeah, this is, this is very drinks. much a very refreshing summer beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting in a barbecue, you're going to be there a while. And you have a few of these, and you're not really gonna. It's not heavy. It's not very alcoholic. It's, yeah. No, this is good. This is nice. Mm-hmm. You can sip on it for a couple hours, and it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. That's yeah. I like it. All right. So, Sharknado. <laughs> so the scene opens up. We're in a house. A very typical. <laughs> it's the only house flooded on the block. <laughs> well, we don't we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet because the camera work was implying to me. I actually thought uh-huh. so. It, it's it's a it's a standard looking McMansion, and everybody's kind of stuck on the stairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like you said, it's flooded, and there's sharks in the flooded water, which is like literally barely up to like above the guy's knees. And I don't know how the shark is swimming, especially sharks that would like right. rip you in pieces. What did they? They all got into the windows, right? right. We, don't, we, don't we don't know. We don't, we don't know, know where these sharks know. came from. Through the tap. We know and, that they're in now, the house now. And now, of course, we don't understand what they're saying, except for a couple of, like, standard, like, cuidado, you know, that happens, because... There was a lot of Spanish. cuidado. Yeah, there was cuidado, a lot of cuidado. cuidado. Cuidado, yeah. And, like, the dubbing over is just... I, I have to say, I feel horribly sorry for Latinos for, like, listening, watching American shows. If this is indicative of the dub over jobs, this was terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah this was yeah. terrible. Like, there was really, like, no... Convey it, it was so over the top. Now, granted, this is this is probably a bad example because it's a, just a shit movie. Mm. Oh, and if you probably watch the original, it's badly dubbed over. <laughs> probably <laughs> right. So, so the camera work, they're do, the way they're doing it is like things are shaking, like mm. the house is shaking. So I thought maybe like a flood came along and the whole house got dumped in the bay. Right. I don't know what, and that's why the water's there, and that's why the sharks are in there. And they're just like the house is for whatever reason is still floating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
Ian Ziering is in it, in the scene. Mm. And uh, what's her name? Tara Terry. Reed. Tara Reed is there. Those are the only two re- people I recognize. Everyone else is just like people I've never seen before on TV. Mm-hmm. One guy is arguing a lot with Ian Ziering. <laughs> and I think the dynamic in there is Tara Reed is Ian Ziering's ex-wife. Yeah, that's yeah. I and think that's what and his girlfriend is there, and um. the girl is his daughter. <laughs> and I don't know who the guy was that got eaten by the shark like three minutes into where we like walked in. I don't know who he is and who the other guy is who's like like you said like a like a really like a homeless man's Rob Lowe. It was, it was like, <laughs> He was just like really. He wasn't even like he a was poor like man. Rob Lowe, but not. <laughs> he, he wasn't even a poor man's Rob Lowe. He was like a homeless man's yeah. Rob Lowe. Uh, hi, I'm Lob Bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm Lob Bro. Right, right. He was. He was, he was Lob Bro. <laughs> he was. He was. Works. It's fish eggs. <laughs> fish eggs. Right. <laughs> Lob <Lobbing> Bro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. He was he was a sewer dweller's Rob Lowe. Lob Bro. Right. So. So the one guy's arguing like very, very in a very opinionated manner with Ian's earring, and he said, "I my my guess is like he was like we need to get the hell out of here, and I'm gonna do it." And he goes in the water, and a shark shows up mm. and starts chomping on him, and he's yelling, "Help me! Help me! Help me!" Mm. So they go to help him in various ways, and one guy, uh, the 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 sewer dwellers Rob Lowe has a baseball bat, and you're like, "All right, this dude is gonna." come in and just kick some ass because honestly and, and, and I've done this as, and some people laugh my, I've been fishing with my cousin when I was a kid and he actually had me like he caught like a, like a four foot five foot shark mm-hmm. and pulled it in the boat and the thing was struggling over the place and I remember I was like I don't know nine ten and he was like grab the bat and I was like what bat and he had like a two by four in there and he, no 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 and he was like pummel it on the head and I was like what and yeah so it's like okay he was he was a teenager probably maybe in his early 20s it's like all right this is what we're doing and it's like so i'm like okay here comes the guy and i mean he's got a nice bat it's a louisville slugger it's right there (laughs) and he jumps in the water wades in to help like try to save the guy and proceeds to use the freaking bat like a pool cue Uh, and it's like poking the sharks poking the shark like a pool cue and you're like why aren't you what, right. He played it's, Olympic curling in school yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of... People like, like to poke it. I don't know. I, 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 you know what? I think the thing is that if you if you bring down the mat, uh-huh. you might be bringing down, like, maybe they don't want to be the ender of that animal's life, maybe? Because maybe they think, like, they're bringing down that bat on its head. Mm, so, so you're... You just want to you just want to swat it away. So, so sorry. You, you don't want to murder you've ruined it. the credibility of Sharknado with that <laughs> stupid logic. That <laughs> never happened. We're just trying to... It doesn't make any sense. He's just I mean, trying to... Come on. Work with the parameters of logic here. He's just trying to bat it away. I mean, I would... I would hit to kill. Personally. So what you're saying is... I would have been the person with the shotgun. So what you're saying is Sewer Dwellers Rob Lowe is a member of the Sierra Club and he didn't want to hurt the animal. Yes, he wanted to live, but he did not want to hurt the animal. Okay. <laughs> My thinking is it's something to do with either the bat prop being made of rubber. <laughs> okay. And they don't want yes. to swing it. Because yeah. it's shaking around. What it actually they is. only have the one. Yeah. Right, you're probably right. They shaved down a pool noodle and they just gave it yeah. to the guy. It's that, yeah. and that you have to hold it with two hands like this so that we don't see that it's not a bat. Because <laughs> right. we couldn't find a bat. Right. It's that, or it's like... That makes perfect we're sense. We're doing CGI green screen, and like we're not 100% sure how right we're going to get this. 
So because it's too general, you swing in a bat and yeah. you miss it. Yeah. We've, we've got a tennis ball size like target. Right. It's definitely going to be where the yeah. shark is. And you have to hit that and just that. Either way, my <laughs> opinion of that was if he was on, let's say, a show like, I don't know, The Walking Dead, <laughs> another actor would have taken that bat and just like knocked him right in the knee and left them for the walkers to eat so they could get away yeah. because he was absolutely useless in that situation <laughs> and as we'll find later he was pretty much useless too but yeah. anyway <laughs> so the guy that was arguing eaten uh, the, so everybody's trying beating on this bat uh, uh, beating on this shark and the shark is just chomping and I mean he, there was literally no time just... because he just like grabbed the guy and then when the shark leaves, the guy's literally in pieces all over the water in the house, right? Because right. there was a leg floating here and an arm floating yeah. there. And and then they're all like, sit, and they and Ian's hearing it's back on the stairs. And they're all back on the stairs. And the one girl's talking about something. And from what my limited understanding, she was basically like, we have to find Matt. And I guess Matt is the brother and he's at some school. So they're looking for Matt or something to that effect. That, that's you speak more Spanish than we do. <laughs> well, that, that was that was my that was what uh-huh. I kind of like. That's my conjecture. I could be all wrong, and it could be all that they were just late to go to the sex slave school. That oh, might be, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. we, we, I, we I talked about be, that. Already. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, so but anyway, so 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 at one point you correctly surmised why are they not just going up the stairs if there's water in the house? <laughs> right, like mm. they're all chilling on the. And, and the and the camera work is still doing the thing where the whole house is like trembling, and I still think that they're floating out to sea somewhere, and they just need to get somewhere so they can find a raft. Which you would think, still go upstairs, go to the bedroom, get a freaking mattress, jump on the mattress, and just float away. Go where the water is not. Where, go where the water is not. Right, correct. Because right now the water before was like this, is like murky water, mm. and now it's just literally like Kool Aid everywhere because everything is yeah, blood red. And of course. And there was nowhere, like five or like, six sharks. Five or six sharks yeah. like showed up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Right. You're mm-hmm. safe now. That's like sharks need to eat like <coughs> once every like three months and then they're fine. So it's like great. Oh. Realistically, you just like wait a week in this Sharknado world and then you're like, we're fine now. We're fine. Yeah. That's why like people go shark diving. It's like they feed the sharks chum beforehand and they're like, these sharks aren't going to do anything. They need <laughs> to eat for like six months now. They're fine. <laughs> Okay, anybody who wants to go shark diving, please don't listen to Sean's advice. (laughs) As somebody who has a biology degree, I warn you, please, do not follow Sean's advice. The opinion shared by voice actors on the show, (laughs) not necessarily backed up by facts. Yeah, So, so anyway, so they go in the water, and he decides they're going to run out, and they run out. And they all get in the car, and we're like, "What?" And there's a car in the driver, like an SUV, like a uh, was a four dry as bone. Yeah, yeah, it's raining a little bit. It's raining. Yeah, it was like a Ford Explorer. Right, and so they get in the car and they go off, and then you see the house on top of the hill, the McMansion, and it just like crumbles and collapses in on itself. Oh yeah, and they just keep on going to like drain like pipes, like big like uh, storm drain pipes. That are just like gushing with water. And I don't know what that was supposed to represent. Did it mean that somebody like rubbed one out like in the water real quick before they ended? I don't know what that was all about. But it was, it was it's almost... It's the gushing of water. Like that's just nonstop. Right. And so they're just because driving it's in traffic. raining and flooding. All that know. shows me is like, oh, the storm drains are doing their job. And right. <laughs> because because <laughs> the, the drainage system is working very well. So, <laughs> so the, the McMansion that they were all in... All into their own, like to the one house. The McMansion that they were in collapsed... And the house next to it is fine. Because mm. there was another house with it. And that's the best part. This house was flooded with water. It was literally, literally, 
on top of the freaking hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, and not, not like a four foot hill. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it was the house on the hill. <laughs> it was the house on the right. It oh, was yeah. like 400 feet from the bottom of the road to get to the top of the house. <laughs> well, what you obviously missed is a tornado came and sucked up all the water from and a big <laughs> lake. And then it, it just fell into the into house because they left a window open. It was a, it was a box of water, that house. Like, it makes I, no I, I fucking that, sense. I, I think you're right. I think it was through the chimney. Yeah. These were Santa's sharks. And they're delivering gifts to all the little octopuses. And they got diverse. Anyway. Yeah. So then they're all in the car. And they're driving. And this is the best part. They're driving through L.A. They're driving through L.A. It's pouring rain. And... When they go to the outside shot, now the inside shot of the car, they're all like soaking wet, right? Because yeah. they've been in this wet house. Okay, fair. The outside shot, it's, it's kind of raining and they have the wipers going nonstop. And then they go to the outside shot and show like actual like traffic footage. <laughs> and everything's fine. And There's people no are rain. walking on the streets. And it's just like, how come no one else is aware of all these like sharks that are happening? And where are the cops? Because the house the house literally just collapsed. And they're like, oh, fuck it. Let's get in the car and, and the go. And girl's like carrying around a shotgun everywhere she goes. <laughs> you are right. Like, and, 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 no. Yes, Ian's earrings like girlfriend is, yeah. has a double gauge shotgun. Which is like, it's like LA. It's not like Texas. No. There's yeah, not open it's carry. LA. They're like, guy, like, <laughs> in the hurricane, it doesn't mean you can carry guns. Exactly. That's right. That's right. And the way they get away is she shoots the shark like three three slugs to the head. Yeah. <laughs> and the shark just dies and sinks and they run for it. And then uh, Ian Sirius driving and the, the wipers on the car are working and everybody's soaked in the car and they're talking back and forth. And his girlfriend is reloading the <laughs> shotgun. You know, like I said, it's a 12-gauge shotgun. And, um, where did it go from there? Was it to the liquor store? Or no? No, no, no. Then Their they go, car broke down, remember? No, they were well, on the well, bridge? Right, well, no, no, no. They're going, they go in to see a school bus. Ah, that's right. They, 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 they think the Matt is on the school bus. And so there's a school bus, and the water's up to its tires. So the water's about two feet high. Mm. And it's infested shark waters. And it's like, okay, first of all, these sharks are not that dangerous because they're only in two feet of water. There's only so much water they can fit in. So they are on top of the bridge, and it's a famous bridge, and I'm sure somebody could say what the name of it is. But it's it's almost in every movie and TV show that's filmed in L.A., they're on this bridge. Yeah. Like, uh, when they redid SWAT with Colin Farrell and LL Cool J, it was in that I mean, it's it's literally in like every movie filmed in LA. Mm. That bridge is there. It's almost like if you're shooting a movie in New York and you don't get a shot of like the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> you're banned from ever shooting in New York. It's it's one yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. Oh, which oh, and that's a good point. In Sharknado Two, there is a superb scene. There is a superb scene where the uh, the Sharknado itself uh-huh. comes and 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 engulfs the Statue of Liberty. Ah. And rips her down? And rips the head of the Statue of Liberty off. Someone is running down 42nd Street. And the head Times Square. They miss a flying shark that goes flying past them. And they're like, oh my god, I'm fine. And the head of the Statue of Liberty comes rolling down 42nd Street. And plows them. Splats them dead. And continues to roll down. I'm like, 42nd Street! So, okay. So that means... (laughs) <laughs> That's a gag they're working in every movie. Because as we'll find out after... So they, they, they find a school bus, and they're on top of the bridge, and Ian Ziering, for some odd reason, and I, I'm not surprised because I have the same equipment in the trunk of my car, has, like, repelling equipment. 
and like hooks himself and not just like yeah. a rope and a pulley like the whole harness to go yeah. repelling like he's a freaking no. SWAT team member oh yeah 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 and full on abseiling <laughs> right and there's a pulley on the on the front bumper attached which I, I didn't understand the, the physics of that the physics of that made no sense to me <laughs> because there's a pulley attached to the front bumper of the car and I thought it actually had a winch yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. of SUVs do but it wasn't a winch. A <laughs> it was just a pulley, it. like a laundry pulley, like almost like your laundry's on this thing. And 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 sewer dweller Rob Lowe was like like the muscle behind it. So Ian Zeering repels down off the bridge onto the bus and opens up the bus door. And for some reason, and this is this was one of the funniest parts to me. So the kids are in the bus. And they have like some teacher who's panicked. Might be there's no driver, or maybe he was just a driver. Maybe. But he was he was like this overweight hippie kind of he guy. He was like Jack White from School of Rock. <laughs> he, he looked kind of like that. You're absolutely he's right. Yes. Like and he's supposed to be the bus driver. Yeah. He's a bus driver. Okay. Yeah. So he's just like, and he's obviously a hippie. But like the voiceover they give him is like. That's the last thing. I would think this guy was an accountant somewhere, like in an office, the way the voiceover was done. And and there's, like, of course, when they don't know what to do to convey the emotion, I guess, because we can't listen to the American actor talk, they always had a... Uh, uh. It's like, all right, is everybody constipated? What's going on? I'm not sure what's happening. Anyway, Ian Jiren gets in, and he basically hooks it up, and they start pulling up the kids one after the other. And again, Sabrina did a notice. She was like, oh, they cut to the end. That's Thank great. God. Because was, <laughs> there was like 15 kids. There was like, right, it was a bus full of kids. I was like, we have one stunt midget. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and, we and then they cut to the all the kids up being different saved. Kids I was like, right. We were about to get the stunt midget to do everything, but the second we gave him the, like, the nine-year-old schoolgirl's clothes, he was like... That's against I need stunt a watch. midget union. <laughs> that's right. I'm not putting that plaid skirt on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so they go to that, and now it's uh, up to now the only people left is the bus driver mm-hmm. and Ian Ziering. Yeah. So Ian Ziering sends the bus driver up, and he's all ah, and he has he literally has a a, a, a fire extinguishing <gasps> yeah, can in yeah, his hand, and we're all just like, what is happening here? And I'm going, I'm sitting there going, oh no. No, please don't. And the two of you are going like, what, what? He's going to use that as like a jetpack. And they're like, what? No, no. So of course, uh, in perfect biological sense, a shark comes out of two feet of water and jumps up on top of a school bus. And I don't know if you've ever been around an American school bus. The fucking thing is like 10 feet high. And there's no way a shark is getting enough air in two feet of water to jump 10 feet high. And he tries, and the dude like, Hits him or tries to hit him with the fire extinguisher. The, the, the bus driver. technique again. Right, again, right. The pool cue technique. Right, right. Pool cue. They all must have watched The Color of Money before, like, the Sharknado hit or something. So, um, driver goes up, and now it's Ian Zeering's turn. And he starts going up. Of course, now, Jumpy Shark decides, like, no, no, no. You're not getting away so easy. So he jumps up. Like, Ian Zeering is almost halfway up to the bridge. The shark jumps up and latches onto a rope and catches himself on a rope and starts like chomping at his butt. At his butt, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Which is just, <laughs> yeah. which is, which is just. <laughs> I know I'm so mature, but that like was really. It was like, stupid. It was just so ridiculous. It was. Like, it's stupid. And and, and I'm gonna get this, you. Like, I'm gonna get you. And I, I actually we we should have recorded the commentary in the room like. 
what the fuck's going on here? I don't know. And Sabrina's like, he's going after his butt. And Shola's in the corner going, where's the police? Where are the emergency services? Shola's like, the only sensible one in the room. <laughs> like, where are the emergency services? <laughs> and so finally Ian's in cuts the rope and the shark falls down and disappears into the two foot depths of water that are on the street. Like literally disappears. And we had seen Ian Zering put that that knife in his little pocket. Oh, that's right. He had like a Rambo knife. Yeah, yeah. 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 We were like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's prepared. And then it took him 15 minutes to remember that he had that fucking knife. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Cut the shark away. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And... And so they all get up top, and then all of a sudden, like the, the the LA Fire Department is on the bridge, and all the kids are in the LA Fire Department truck, and then their car is broken down. Like and a little like, orphan. Nobody could call a freaking uh, tow truck for you guys <laughs> because the truck is. Where not are working. their parents? It's like you try and get a tow truck at that time. They're like, you bring them up. They're like, what? Oh, another shark. A shark. Oh, another sorry, shark. No. Another shark. No. Well, that's the other thing. Traffic is going by, and nobody's paying any attention to these idiots because supposedly there's trash all, <laughs> sharks all over LA. So from there, they drive off to. No, they finally get the car started. I noticed this is, is the this one is... film that doesn't have every film like this. The one archetype they're missing is the shark expert. And the reason they the don't have that, smarter. I think for a very real reason. <laughs> very good reason. Because <laughs> there's not a shark expert in this world <laughs> that was signed out to this movie. There's not a me- meteorological expert or shark <laughs> no, expert in this no. film. Usually there's that one character who's like, you don't understand. <laughs> this is their natural habitat. <laughs> this is how they kill. Right. <laughs> like, no, no, sharks no. climb up ropes no. in the sea right. to bite the butts of the fish. <laughs> the only way that we can stop them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, so they get the car started and they're driving now. And mind you, the whole rescue on the bridge, they're fine. It's airy. They're all dry. They get back in the car. They're soaked. Don't know how that happened, but whoever the script supervisor on the show is should be fired or shouldn't be paid because all of a sudden they're all soaked. They're yeah. literally dry. They've been out of the water for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> then, in their car, and like, then oh. Ian Ziering's girlfriend is loading up the shotgun now. Mm-hmm. And no, no, no. She loaded that up on the way to the bus. Yeah. But, she, but she's driving this time. Ian Ziering is in, in the passenger side and everyone else who's in the car is in the car. And a shark comes out of nowhere, goes headfirst into the roof of the truck, and again, they show outside people, like cars in front of them and behind them, nobody's stopping and going, oh my god, there's a fucking shark on the roof of your car. (laughs) Everyone's just driving, and people on the street are just going, like, kind of like, oh look, there's like a We're trying to evacuate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then the shark kind of peels, just busts through the roof. Yeah. Um, In like one bite. In one bite, Yeah. (laughs) Um, what's his face? Sewer dweller Rob Lowe gets like, I don't remember if he got bitten or the roof of the thing, like a metal edge from the roof cut him. Right. And, but he's like covering his thing. And then they're all, they don't know what to do. And well, all of a sudden his girlfriend. play later on. We didn't see it with the little cut. Because you get, that's the. That that's blood. That's probably. Yeah, you yeah, put yeah, it of in course. the water. Yes, yes. <laughs> going to track the shark. It's, it's the old, it's the old, um, oh, what's the, uh, the guy who did the Far Side cartoons, Gary. No, I can't. I can't remember the, the cartoonist. I can't remember his name. And one of it, he loved to use like sharks and silly things like that. Uh, and, and, and the cartoon is two sharks, and you see like a trail in the water, and it's obviously supposed to be blood. But then they get to it, and there's like a bottle of like ketchup, uh, and it says like Heinz on the bottle. And when one shark turns, what? 
we followed a ketchup trail for two miles? What the fuck? You know, it's just like, okay. That's so it's funny. just a color. Yeah. Far Side was fantastic. Anyway. I like the part. I like comics. <laughs> yes. So, um, <laughs> so, 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 the, so the girlfriend then, everyone's just kind of screaming and, and, oh, that's right. Was it Ian Ziering this time? I think it was Ian Ziering this time. Grabs the bat and decides to pull cue the shark out of the roof. <laughs> and he starts doing that. Our and everybody's move. just panicking. The little girl is panicking. <laughs> Tara Reed is panicking. Sewer Dweller, Rob Lowe is panicking. Ian Ziering is trying to poke it in the eye or something. I don't know what he's doing. Because it's on the roof of the car. He's like, like, literally uh, sticking through the roof of the car like he opened up a sunroof in the car. <laughs> and, and then the girlfriend grabs a shotgun and shoots the shark once. And a shark goes somersaulting off the car. He somersaulted like twice. Twice. For, for one shotgun shell. And, and, uh, when before, it took yeah, like three, three shotguns to kill it. Right. And, to for it to even feel it. And like I said, again, physics did not come into play here. Because by the size of that shark, that was easily like a 900 pound shark. There's no way one shotgun shell is making it like flip. Flip. No. Yeah, right. And this is a shark that was flung by a hurricane. A tornado. Yeah, a tornado, no, yeah. Right. Flung like, into an SUV and like its first reaction was to just was... Stra- bite straight through the roof. Not like you just die instantly. <laughs> right, just right. Fly off the yeah. SUV. And, and, because and, it was and, angry. And, and, and don't forget, and, <laughs> and forget the fact that it can't breathe because it's in air. Yeah. For, let's let's just forget. Oh no 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 no! I think they. I, I think I remember this from Shatner too. Because I think, you know, I think Ponty <laughs> biologists like you were like, well, this doesn't make sense. I think they addressed this in Shatner. I think I remember they were like, the very beauty of why this is so dangerous is the uh, tornado has brought up all the water from the sea and it's in the tornado <laughs> and the sharks are receiving the water from the tornado <laughs> and keeping themselves fully oxygenated <laughs> until so the point they leave the tornado, <laughs> at which point they can survive for like five minutes. That's so stupid. Yeah, well, <laughs> let me cancel your argument there. <laughs> That's science, though, mate. That's science. <laughs> it was on the roof and they were fighting for three minutes easily. <laughs> <laughs> so, he showed so, no signs of dehydration so, so at then all. They, they get the, they, the shark flips away, and somehow they end up in one of these like <laughs> under a highway like passages. Yeah, and they uh-huh. pull over the car, and the car is leaking, and they all get out of the car and run away, and the shit just blows up. Why? Nobody fucking knows. The car just blew up. I don't know why. The gas is on the roof. To, you know, to keep the gas in the roof, I guess. <laughs> Did you write Sharknado? Is this why you're lobbing this hard for this? Which makes sense to me. You have a fucking defense for everything. And then from there, they go to a liquor store because where else would you go after all this trauma? You go to a liquor you store. You go to a liquor store. You go to a liquor store. Nothing you stock yeah, up. So they're in there and. The, gay right now. And the guy at the. And the liquor store apparently has been picked clean because this mm. is to show that everybody's panicking because mm-hmm. of these tornadoes. Mm. And like on the news, they're saying it's the end of the world, blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, all I can see when I see that is I just see some like poor mm. Indian dude who's running this corner store while they're filming Sharknado. He's just saying, you're going to put everything back afterwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you better put everything back where it was. <laughs> yeah, There was a promotion over there and he's just sitting there like, oh, to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> there was, did I tell you that story? The first film that I did with student film, three three days on shoot, and we were shooting in uh, like a bodega out in uh, Bushwick. Mm-hmm. 
And I know that one of the scenes is supposed to be a cop. And one day I come over and I see like cops, like plural <laughs> cops. And like I, I see like two, four, I see like a couple of squad cars, and I see like eight cops. And I'm like, shit, their budget is huge. It's like I didn't know they had such a huge budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, wait, it's like, okay. So I walk up and I see everybody just kind of like all the like film crew on the side. I was like, hey, what's going on? Uh, oh, the bodega's getting raided. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I kid you not. The bodega was getting raided. So we were basically waiting until they found because apparently it was, um, I think there, there was like where they, the guys went to like one of the reservations in, in Pennsylvania and bought cigarettes from a res and then wore it here oh. and sold it for full price and they never paid tax on it. Oh. I think it was something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I could be wrong. But anyway, the bodega was getting raided, so we like sat. Holy shit! Still working reservations. They don't have tax on their cigarettes. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, didn't know that. That's why a lot of people will go. Like, like my brother's a smoker. My mom's a smoker. My brother will go on the weekend and spend the weekend in Pennsylvania. And on the way back, he'll pick up I don't know four cartons of cigarettes. No shit. He, he actually stopped doing that because he actually rolls his own because he mm-hmm. figured he could save. And he's a gadget guy, so he got an actual, like, cigarette rolling, like, little gadget. Yeah. And um, so he gets the tobacco from native land, and there's no uh, uh, additives or anything in it. Just tobacco. Just tobacco. And it it helped him out tremendously because he was, like, a chain smoker. Yeah. Like, he used to smoke three packs a day. Holy like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, wow. Like, forever. Like, my brother's older than me. He started smoking when he was 11. Cool. Right. Well, I mean, that's a European kid for you. Like when I was 11, yeah. I started kind of smoking. And uh. when I came to the U.S., because of where we lived in a tiny apartment, hmm. there was nowhere for me to smoke without being busted. Hmm. So I just kind of gave up smoking. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he, because he switched to just the r- regular tobacco and rolled it, he went from three packs a day to one pack a day without trying. Huh. Interesting. To, to kind of show you like all the additives and things that like really hook you. Oh, well, that's yeah. what makes you addicted to yeah, it, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not yeah. the actual yeah, like, yeah, yeah. habit of smoking. So, so um, anyway, where were we? Huh. Where were we? Um, Blew up? Okay. Oh, sorry. Did the Hollywood sign get blown away before they got to no, the bodega? Or, no, uh, no, to no, the yeah. um, liquor store? Liquor store or after? After, right? I think after, yeah. Because we were like, what, Hollywood sign? Yeah, what? that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So they're in, in the liquor store, and the daughter, Ian's daughter, talks to his girlfriend, and basically more or less says like, "You need to like not like call my dad in front of my mom or something mm. to that." What was the purpose of them being in the liquor store? I think they were it just was getting just like food a and up. drink. Yeah, yeah, it was some type of like yeah, 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 refuge. And, and, and then the the what you would call it, liquor store owner. Is telling them because on the TV they're saying like people are thinking it's the end of the world, the apocalypse. He's like, it's not the apocalypse. It's you know the government. The government's doing. It. He was like a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, and he's like, really? And they're watching everything on the monitor, and the monitor is obviously Dell, but the DE has oh, like black right. electrical masking yeah. tape over it, so it's just <laughs> LL. They could have just fucking like. <laughs> Tilted the camera, but actually, but actually, if you if you even saw like behind the liquor store owner, all the liquor bottles were turned oh, around, or so, so that you left side, so you couldn't see the labels. Yeah. I did see an Arizona iced tea in the fridge. Though. Well, then they oh, owe them much. Arizona. Arizona. I did see that. I Get them ninety nine cents stack. That's right. <laughs> so then they leave the liquor store and they're just somewhere, and the wind starts blowing, and they're like, "What? What's going on?" And they're all like, oh. And they showed a Hollywood sign, and the H gets ripped off. 
And of course, I made the I made the Cockney reference. I said, "Oh, it's just Hollywood now." It's Hollywood. It? It's Hollywood now. <laughs> and then all the letters start, and they're and this is hilarious. So the wind is blowing, and they're all kind of like in a semi squat position and ducking the all the letters from the Hollywood side. <laughs> as letters a flying are dead. It's quite a long way away. Like, I, I mean, mean it's, it's, it's fucking mile away. Oh my god! Like, like more than more than a mile away. away. away but they get, because it's like the Hollywood side. Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. They're going from like seeing in the distance the Hollywood sign, like getting blown off, to instantly every single piece of every letter that's blown off is flying around their heads. Yeah, around their heads. I mean, the wind and the velocity. And that's everyone's kind of scary. Everyone's ducking. <laughs> yeah. And my question is, why isn't everybody anybody actually lying down? Yeah. And just like covering their heads <laughs> when shit starts flying around because that's kind of instinct, right? Mm. So nobody does that, and of course, bus driver, dodge. hippie bus driver, is still with them. And he's like, oh, oh. And of course, his double was like, oh, oh. It's like, okay, he's still constipated. Cuidado. Cuidado. Yeah, cuidado. Cuidado. Right. So, all the signs are flying over. And then Ian Zeering is like asking everybody, are you okay? Meanwhile, they're all like, we're here in the room. They're literally four feet from each other. And he's like, are you and, okay? And nothing's are happened you okay? to them. Are you okay? And they're checking fine. on everybody, are you okay? <laughs> and then the bus driver's like, "Yeah, I'm lucky, thank you." And then one of the letters just smashes, like comes right on top of him, and all you see is a little like blood splurt, like bloop. And they're like, "Oh!" And then they go about their business, and they're like walking down, and it's just like everything's cool. They and could have given a shit. No, you're right. No. Did it? Didn't his blood like splatter on somebody? I didn't see that. Oh, I don't no. remember. No, I don't think so. I thought it was just like, oh, so, haha. That's why I think I think that happened before they got to the liquor store. Oh, you know what? Because have... they went to the liquor store and they're like, eh, oh, I'm too bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking and bus driver. And that's probably when they, when they <laughs> no, went to the liquor store. Like, like, that right. happened before the liquor store because they're like, eh. Shit. Yeah, it happened after the People car People are going to die. We got to get the fucking the car blew up drinks. and it happened before the liquor store. <laughs> and bus driver died and they're all like, no, hey. well, we just met him. He <laughs> <laughs> really was. Like, oh, we just met him. It's he's, okay. Yeah. He's super fluid. And then from there, where to go after the liquor store? Uh, well, that's when they did. They go back to the car. Did like where, they were no, trying no, to the escape? Car blew up. Oh, that's right. The car blew up. The car blew up <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. It was like <laughs> See, that's why I can't remember. I'm just like, wait. <laughs> Because it was hard to figure out their purpose. I, I, I know why these movies are so popular. Mm-hmm. Because if you smoke weed, this is the most fantastical trip. Nothing is in order. Mm-hmm. You're wet. You're dry. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. somebody alive. There's somebody eaten. Yeah. There's a hand. There's booze. Yeah. There's a tornado. There's like a witty line every now and then. There's a like, witty line now and then. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is a total trip. This was yeah. completely made for stoners, Stoner by Mountain, stoners. For sure. And also, I mean, like Shark Week gets bigger and bigger every year. The yes. Shark Week on Discovery Channel, like oh, yeah, it's yeah. a very big, like trend, fad that, thing. That's, that's what they were cashing in on for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm, for sure, because mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. people are fascinated by sharks. They mm-hmm. just are. So you mix all their favorite things with like. Which is which is the the guy who, the author of Jaws that was like his biggest regret that he let them have the license for the movie because he he wrote it kind of almost like because I guess they changed stuff around from the book to the movie and I, I could be wrong on this but he almost like like a conservation effort and then when the movie came out people freaked out and like guys were like going out on boats and like just hunting sharks and killing them 
just for no reason. God. Just like because, because to get them out there because people were freaked very, out. I, I, I'm and actually halfway through Jaws. Okay. Oh. Read the book. The right. book. Okay. And um, it's I don't know about the sharks. And like I said, I'm only halfway through, so I don't know the overarching thing of the sharks. Hasn't mm-hmm. really got too much into it. But I know the uh, as far as the book goes, it's way further reaching than just about the sharks. Mm. It's very the shark attacks and the sharks is very much kind of like it's the incidental stuff that makes all the characters within the story like have to like be self-reflective. It's more about mm. adultery. The book. Yeah. It's a very different story. It's about Chief Brody, who's the chief, and living this kind of unfulfilled life with his wife, who used to be a young, beautiful, like cheerleader type, and was married to the chief, and now has been there ten years and have kids, and they don't do anything. And the shark expert, which is the um, the uh, Richard Dreyfus character in the book, is this young, handsome, mm. like twenty-something marine biologist who she knew when she was homecoming queen and he was the younger brother of the homecoming king uh, and he was like a young boy and he remembers her as being beautiful and like they have a thing and there's this it's all about kind of adultery that they don't know and at the same time Brody's trying to kill this shark Moby Dick style and then this young expert who's young knows everything about sharks it's, it's a very there's right. a lot more going on it's like multi-layered yeah, it's yeah, completely yeah. different so Spielberg really changed his genre he completely like just turned it into. He was like, "Oh, great!" and turned it into a shot. But the original writer, it was more like Moby Dick kind of like. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. about the like nature. underneath yeah, 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 what's yeah. going on thing. Old man in the sea. Yeah. But yeah, but but like I said, so the side effect was they went crazy and started killing sharks like by the thousands. Wow! Like, just because of this one movie, because yeah, they yeah, think yeah. that because uh, everyone was like in a pen, like, "Oh my god, not sharks! Sharks and, are evil!" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so it was just kind of stupid. Yeah, that is. So kind of stupid. maybe we should all go out and kill like Ian Zier. No, no, no. Terry Reid. Well, after the Finding Nemo movies, like everybody went out to try to get the orange. The uh, clownfish. Yeah, the clownfish, yeah. and it really affected the sure. population of it. it and but then, it happens all the time. Yeah. I mean. When the hundred and one Dalmatians <gasps> came out, that, yeah, 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 and they and then you know these people that are unscrupulous, they get the puppies and they just like make puppy mills and they make all these yeah. basically genetically right inferior dogs because they inbreed them mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get them. So it, it happens. Uh, uh, Marley and, and me, everyone who's getting a golden oh, lab. Oh yeah, right, 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 uh, right. Um, and people it? don't understand the temperament of Dalmatians. That like they're not like the super friendly well, the dogs. Thing, yeah. Dalmatians like, not easy to train. No, they're not. No, no, no. no, yeah. no, no, no. And but, they can be a little aggressive. Yes, like, yes. Yeah. That, they, that's one of the. If you've never had a dog and you talk to a dog person, it's like, no, you don't want a Dalmatian. You want to start with a lab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you want to start with, believe it or not, a pit because they're very mild mannered. Okay. And they're easy to, to easy train, to train yeah. and, and they're they're lovely. In fact, the the original the American pit bull was bred to be a family dog. Interesting. And, yeah. and if you actually look in in the books, like in the from the twenties and tens with photographs, you see all these Everybody babies has with little pit bull. With, yeah. with a pit with a big like pit bull just kind of standing guard above the kids because that's what they were <laughs> yeah meant for. You know, the very people like, pleasing dogs. You're very very much. So. Why? Yeah, it's why they it, do the fighting and stuff is because. You can train to do whatever. Well, yeah, so it was a certain like group of people that wanted to adopt this dog as their symbol of being like, yeah, it, which is the just tough, stupid, blah, yeah. blah. The, and, and now they get a bad rap because of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. Really well, sad. But that's always, that was the thing I used to, we used to watch um, uh, The Dog Whisperer, uh, mm-hmm. Caesar Milan. Yeah, yeah. And he used to talk about it. And he said like, like through the years, there's always like a bad dog. Uh, like in back in the 60s, it was the German Shepherd. Right, yeah. These yeah, evil, yeah. terrible dogs. And then Rottweilers. And, nobody, and then, right, Rottweilers and then Doberman, Pinchers. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then it became the pit bulls. It's like, when is it going to be the people? 
Because these are dogs. You know, they're not attacking unless you're training the dog to do that. And no dog has ever been bred to be an attack dog. Right. You know, like no dog has ever been like invented to be like a. Well, I mean, they're let's. Originally, if you're talking, they just descended from wolves, right? So it's right. like okay, and people train them to protect the tribe, protect the herd, herd the animals. You know, they're they're working dogs. There's certain things like the 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 English mastiff. Mm-hmm. The Celts like bred those to be war dogs mm. with the Romans, and and there are like historical accounts where the Romans talk about these two hundred pound dogs coming at them, Ooh, which freak them out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you have a two hundred pound dog running at thirty miles an hour and yeah. he tackles you, it's like getting run over by a car, <laughs> and then he rips your throat out. And, you know, yeah. so like there's a reason why they like certain things like Akitas, big dogs, right. bred to chase bears out of caves so that the hunters could kill. You know, they're, they're Okay. Lots of dogs that are very that were very specialized for doing certain things. Okay, yes, yes. But yeah, it's never to just like eat a kid's face. Yeah, uh, to kill, kill, kill. In, in yeah. fact, in fact, <laughs> you never uh, you never heard of the uh, kidding uh, monster <laughs> from uh, uh, Switzerland, the Swiss, the Swiss kid facing. <laughs> Um, the, uh, kid eater. Terrier. the kid eating terrier. <laughs> terrier. Yeah, the nice. kid eating terrier. <laughs> no, no, I, I believe it was a beagle. I believe it was oh, a beagle. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. pretty yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh, uh, not Snoopy. A guy, a guy I worked with uh, always had uh, German Shepherds. He's big into hunting or whatever. He lives up in Dutchess County. And uh, went over to his place one time and I saw his dog. And his dog, apparently a buddy of his is one of the top breeders in the States. And he would go to Germany and replenish his stock like every couple of years with a g- proper German Shepherd. And his German Shepherds and the American Kennel Club German, German Shepherd, which I was always like weirded out and surprised by. And it's like, oh, it's supposed to be like the 75-pound dog, basically this mid-sized dog. Mm. And I remember being in Europe, it's like, no, German Shepherds are freaking huge. Yeah, they're I, like, I've noticed that actually from, to, compared to England here. German Shepherds are small in England, they're big. They're right, yeah. because over there, they're police dogs and put, uh, border patrol dogs and yeah. that kind of stuff. And so he would get his stock replenished. And I remember I came, and this is the first time I was at his house. And the dog Barrett comes, and he has a stick in his mouth, <laughs> and he looks like, he looks like freaking one of the direwolves from Great Game of Thrones because he's a hundred and fifteen pound dog, so he's mm. huge. Damn, yeah. And he like comes with a stick and he spits it in front of him. Bleh. So I was like, oh, he wants to play. So I reach down, and he goes into the, you know, mm-hmm. like like I'm about to jump mode. <laughs> <laughs> and I and and I reached for the stick, and then I saw his paw, and his paw was bigger than my hand. Stop! Huge! Stop. And I literally like froze, and then I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, Charlie, and that's how Charlie tells. Like, is it safe to pick up Barrett's stick? <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah, he's just gonna bother you all fucking night. Just throw the stick, and he'll be your best friend. And I was like, Oh, sure enough, I Great. throw the stick, and Barrett's my best friend. And then, <laughs> so big, scary looking dog. Charlie has at the time two. Well, Charlie has two kids. At the time, his son is seven. His daughter's three. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and so he says he comes in one day and he says, "Oh, fucking my kid." He says, "Oh, what happened?" You know, he tell you problems. He says, "I came home and wife started yelling at me, saying we need to put Barrett down." And he's like, <laughs> whoa, 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 why, "Why do we have to put Barrett down?" And apparently, she's like, "Oh, he scratched Parker's face." So why did he scratch Parker's face? Okay, so he, he goes to his son, Parker, and he sees, sure enough, a, a, a claw like mark down the kid's face. So what happened? Well, I was playing with him and I bit his nose. 
Oh, well, yeah. Like, he's like, the kid is like holding the dog by the ears and bites the dog's nose. And the dog was like, what are you, you know, that's like, and like bite I mean, there. you know. Because that's his nose. I mean, You don't no like sense. something, you stop it. He can't right, right. his claws. And so he was just like, oh, you know, and, and that's the worst that happened. Like his yeah. wife kind of freaked out. But he's like, he asked his son, so what'd you do? I bit his nose. Yeah. Well, so did you ask the kid what happened? So I mean, yeah. if if the dog really, I mean, honestly, it's amazing the dog didn't like bite murder his face him. off, you know, yeah. murder, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's just like no, it's the people. It's like you got people who like know how to, and like I said, it's a big scary dog. He's he's just the sweetest dog. He I just got wanted it. to play all and night. I think a lot of big dogs don't realize how big they are. Actually, well, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I think they're just like. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's it's, it's all of this. Yeah, uh, it's the do- it's not the dog's fault, and you used to see it on the show all the time. It was yeah. always like these like into these crazy dogs, and then Caesar spends like two days with the dogs, and the dog is just fine. Right, it's, like, oh, yeah. it's the person that's like affecting them, and then yeah. the, they're acting out. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> I can't remember how you got into dogs from Sharknado. We were talking it, it's, about... It's, it's a beer fuel tangent. Why do you try to understand this? Why do you try to understand this? We were talking no. about, I think, like, animals uh, obeying us, maybe? Something to that effect. I'm sure we could... Well, when I listened to... Oh, that's... Oh, that was that's what it was, yeah. I'll listen to the show later. Did we fin- I think we finished. Did Get we there. finish? The analysis of Sharknado, I think so, because I don't remember really much after the... Uh, oh, I don't think we said that it squashed the bus guy, the the sign. I don't think we got that far. No, yeah, we didn't, that's we said we, it splattered. We, that's when we, yeah, oh, we, we splattered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so splattered the bus, because it splattered the bus, guy, the bus driver, and then it went to the liquor store. Oh, no, we did, yeah, no, we did yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we yes. started talking about man's best friend. And so, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. The uh, so, pros and cons. So, I, that's right, because then they were looking... Oh, but that, that was another thing, another scene that, that I guess was supposed to be important. They don't know yet that the tornadoes are throwing the sharks, I think. They're only like vaguely aware. Cause we because saw they saw the water spouts out in the, the ocean. And the different city. And yeah. the character said was like, oh, it's water, it's out to sea, we don't have to worry about it. And then they did like an overhead shot of like LA from the top of <laughs> rooftops of the buildings. And they show all the helicopter <laughs> landing pads. And There's each a fucking landing shark pod had a shark with his tail flapping. It's just like, flopping. Yeah, just flopping like, around. Okay, the death throw should have happened. You know, there would have been a lot of shark fin soup being made that day. I mean, yes. that's all. Yes. Yeah. I so. would love to try a shark fin soup. <laughs> oh, don't say that because that's what part of the reason that sharks are endangered. Oh, I would never try a shark fin fish. soup. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they don't kill. write into Tomo <laughs> to <laughs> animal activists in the world. The opinions they, expressed we've here. We've already alienated enough, enough people. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a whole podcast where we were just ticking through. <laughs> we, like, yeah, we really uh, did. Uh, uh, if you listen to the early podcast, you'll, you'll find out just how offensive we've been. If you stuck around, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you'd definitely hear it. <laughs> You're a true fan. Uh, oh my god, who didn't we offend? <laughs> That's actually one of Andy's favorite episodes where we talk about the whole like uh, circumcision bit. Uh, yeah. What was the circumcision bit? We were just saying how, you know what, I don't remember what the circumcision bit was, but we were basically saying is like, if you don't like it, fuck off if we're uncircumcised. Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah, that's a, that's a fair thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I, 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 yeah, I can't remember what the conversation was. It was a, <laughs> I don't remember it was about the overarching weirdness of like the idea of circumcision being a norm. 
Yes. Okay, oh, no. it that's is right. a little bit weird. Because the story was right. Because I was relating a story from high school, um, where <laughs> which is actually kind of funny. One of my one of my best friends, Simon, is a, a, a Russian Jew, mm-hmm. but he came to the states as a six year old. So I'm talking. I'm walking with one of my other friends in high school, Jack, and he says, "Hey, uh, you ever been circumcised?" And at this point, this is nineteen. <laughs> this is nineteen. Like it's like right? a thing. This is nineteen eighty nine. We're teenagers. We're in yeah. high school. We're you ever every other conversation. The conversations are cars, movies, or sex. I mean, pick one. You know, <laughs> maybe sports. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, he says, "You ever been circumcised?" And of course, me being a good immigrant and being in the once. country, <laughs> right? I <laughs> didn't want to work out. Well. Yeah, right. <laughs> Have you ever tried it? So, uh. so me being an immigrant and not knowing the language that well yet, I was like, no, "What's that?" Yeah. And he says, "Oh, that's when they cut off your foreskin off." And I just lose my mind. Right. And I'm like, it sounds "Why horrible. would you do that? What kind of savage barbarian would do that? What the fuck?" Yeah, and I'm losing yeah, my mind yeah. left and right. And so the next day, I'm still outraged by this the next day. So I'm in class with Simon and, and, and he's sitting in front of me. I'm like, hey, hey, Simon. He's like, he's like, are you circumcised? Actually, he was like, I'm Jewish. <laughs> I get so indignant because I say, I didn't ask you what fucking religion you are, asshole. I asked you whether you're circumcised or not. And of course, he's looking at me like, like I got two heads. He's like, what? <laughs> And that's how we got on the whole circumcision. Interesting. Okay, I have a question as two males here. Okay. Would you ever equate circumcision with a female genital mutilation? Yeah, Yeah, I would. Personally, I would. But that's... I mean, it's slightly... I mean, it's different. I mean, obviously different reasons. But uh, I I mean, I'd almost equate female genital mutilation to to the most part of, as terrible as it is, almost making more logical sense than circumcision in a way mm. just because of like I understand like uh, as terrible as it is in like wherever in African tribes or wherever they do it and they're like because we don't want women to have pleasure like we're screwing up pleasure we don't sex should be about making it should be pleasure you know whatever or like, ownership or like no we're doing whereas with circumcision it's like what's who fucking came up with that like who was like we're just gonna cut the end of the thing right what's you, the point in it I the point of that was most likely to get guys to start Stop rubbing one out all the time. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's. I'm, like that's, I'm not even like, like being facetious. I'm right, being serious yeah, because it's yeah, like yeah. it's like peekaboo, peekaboo. Yeah. It's like as a kid, you're like as a yeah. little boy, you're like peekaboo. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> Next thing you know, I mean, like, and, <laughs> and then all your afternoons are spent watching your room. <laughs> exactly. Got it. Got it. Civilization would have gotten nowhere. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, I get that, I get that, I get that. Which a friend of mine says, a few, a few months ago, incredulously, somehow it came up. I said, he says, like, oh, what's that? I said, I, I wouldn't know, I'm not circumcised. And he goes, oh, you got a fucking ant eater? I almost pissed my pants laughing because I've never heard it before. That's really funny. That's I've never heard that either. No. An ant eater. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I have a question about the female circumcision. Yeah. What exactly are they cutting away? They're cutting off the clit. They really? Yeah. Holy so this I is why I think it's just, different because it's completely different. Yeah. 
because it literally is mutilation. Totally. And also when you mm. cut off the foreskin, you kind of have like a whole member still to be pleasure. Yeah. Oh, you no, know? Yeah. So, I, I, and that being said, I don't, I, being a free thinking 29 year old in America, I don't think like circumcision should be the end all, no, be all no, should be the standard. No. I think that's a little bit strange. But that being said, when when the topic of female mutilation, general mutilation comes up, you always have a group of people that are coming in and be like, well, circumcision, uh, 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 and it's like, well, mm, we're not talking about that right now. And it is a little bit, it's a little bit different. Well, because I feel different. like the idea is that it's like you're really trying to here's, control a certain gender is, yes. and how they enjoy yes. sex. Here's, 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 here's where, the, where the similarities would be drawn if they were doing it. Mm -hmm. If circumcision was literally cutting the head off your dick. Yeah, exactly. That would be the same thing. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I, You're I, literally cutting up a little... I agree it's not the same... It's not the same reasoning or even the same effect. I, 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 when I said it was the same, I meant as in I thought it was just as crazy to me. Right. Yeah. They both seem crazy to I me. I would agree with that, yeah. Um, but then, obviously, they're not the same. Although, I would argue, and this is one of the arguments I've used, um, is that, like, the idea of second... Like, it, it, it like it does actually it affects like it everything down there. Sure. Like sensitivity and, and stuff down yeah, there. It does. Because like, if you and cut off the thing that keep because if you're designed to have like stuff covered up right. all the time, yes, you get rid of that and cut it off, and it's, it's just weird. Out in the open yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna like, lose sensitivity. No, no for sure. And here's, he, Absolutely. And, here's, and yes, I don't uh, know why that's the norm. I don't know where that's. And, 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 and listen, and a couple of things on that. One with the sensitivity. If you have a, 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 a foreskin, and you and anybody that's done this will notice. If like let's say you go to the bathroom, you pull it back, you take a piss, and then you don't drop it back in place. Oh God! <laughs> 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 see, see, yeah. that's what I've tried to have this conversation with my wife when she, my wife is Jewish, and we talk uh -oh. about our future children, and yeah. we've had this conversation, and uh -oh. I tried. It's hard for me as a man because I'm like, I want to have a sensible adult conversation about this because it's, everyone should know. But there's these weird things. There's like taboos that women know and things that men know. Right. Mm. And then there's a crossover where we don't know about the other person. Yeah. Right. And we don't right. talk about it. And right. it's, but for like which the we idea shall never like, mention. Exactly. <laughs> but the idea is like, that's so, not comfortable. Here's it's the, painful. Well, well, it, it is. It's to simulate being also, circumcised. It's I don't painful. feel right making a decision for a being that like has no say or anything. Like it's a baby. Well, there's that. Maybe uh, he like wants said, to keep his foreskin. When, when you, but like I was saying, when you do that, what eventually ends up, your tip goes numb. Mm. That's what happens. Yeah. When guys who have foreskins, your tip goes numb when you do that. Mm. And that's great if you're like 18 years old and you're trying not to get a boner the minute you see like a girl take her clothes or a guy right. take his clothes yeah. in front of you. Yeah. And, and you don't want to like... It's like, like self-control. Right, right, right. It's, it's right. Exactly. One with that. Two, with the whole circum... When you look at the cultures where the circumcision comes from, right? Circumcision comes from the Middle East. It's desert cultures. There's a reason behind it. Probably... Grains of sand, whatever gets in there, it gets infected, and along the way, and I mean, I think in a lot of ways, a lot of these religious tenets are done by somebody who had some sense and was like, I Health. have no idea how to talk these assholes into doing something smart without telling them God did it. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah. what, what remember that time Yusuf got that sand in his cock <laughs> and it fucking went green? Yeah, <laughs> this is going in the rule book. Yeah, well, right. You but know. that's what I'm saying. I mean, you get the grains <laughs> in there, it's like a little yeah. bit. <laughs> that's why everything in religion should just be like a, a suggestion. Well, but, but, that, but that's <laughs> the whole, but like that's a... the whole, it's the whole like mixing the meat with the milk, right? Right, yeah. Like in the yeah. desert, well, 
there's no refrigeration. If you do this, you're going to catch trichinosis yeah. or don't eat pork. For trichinosis sure. is killing you yeah. left and right. No. So there's all these things that are involved. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, okay. And, and I understand people like, well, it's tradition. Great. Tradition is great. Follow tradition. Keep up your tradition. Keep up your history. That's great. Let's be a little bit sensible now. We have running water. We have modern medicine. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, yeah. We have a whole bunch of things that you don't have to do this. That doesn't make... And that's the one that kills me. Is That's the problem with all these religious tenets, right? Yeah. I believe in God. Did you go to church? Uh, We're talking about an omnipotent God, right? Not the one that calls the church to check if I gave there <laughs> and to see if I attended mass, Well, if right? you didn't give your tithings. <laughs> right, exactly. So that, that, that's my point. It's just like, how much of a traditionalist do I need to be? Not that I care in any form or fashion, but I'm like you said, I'm trying to have just like a reasonable conversation about this. All of these things happened for a reason back in the day. Yeah. We have 2,000 years removed from these things, if not more, when they happened. But that's what the scary part is, is that people are married to tradition. All these things are just distractions from the fact that, hey, we're all living in the same shared consciousness here we're still in the same world we're all the same people oh, how about we think about that it's just we surround ourselves say, with uh, distractions so that we don't have to come to terms with the fact that we have a shared consciousness yeah Ooh. I think you're right I think well, yeah. I and mean, not only that and not only that I'll, I'll expand on, on the Quig's uh, uh, idea there I will go that it helps with in fact I think last episode was a lot of that shared consciousness was re- revealed with Rocco mm-hmm. so I'm <laughs> I'm very much true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, and, and he and his wife and the way they deal with everything. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I'm a big believer in that decisions that you make do not have to be the decisions of other people yeah. and vice versa. Right. You know? And it's like, we are given this life and I, I could never say to another person, like, that was not the way you should have lived your life. Because I wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I well, was not there. It, 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 and I don't want to get too much into religion and, and context and all of that right. stuff. But I, I found the, the most recent ironic thing that I think is actually very laughable. So everyone's like, oh, science sucks, it's religion. Science sucks, it's religion. Mm. And then the <laughs> scientists come up with, with, with this theory that there's a lot of evidence pointing to the fact that our entire existence is a hologram. Which, inadvert- who, <laughs> which inadvertently proves that there is a god. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just. It's, but but it's yeah. just science just proved it with like math and shit. Uh, so it's just like oh the irony of all of this. So it's just like ah. Uh, <laughs> Are we really just a hologram of some like the mind of some person somewhere? I certainly hope so because I can't think of any other reason why you want to get cobwebs in the face all the time. <laughs> He doesn't mean me personally. No, 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 no. no, no, no. He doesn't mean me. Yeah. He means so, Rocco's I mean, wife. One. Why does one yeah. want to get a cobweb? Yeah. I mean one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so before we go get to our grades for the food and drink, I don't know that we even have to because it is well-established series of just shit movies and I can't believe they keep making them. But um, what do we think is going on here? Miss Sarah? I think there is a tragedy afoot. <laughs> there is, okay. Okay. There is oh, a natural disaster with um, supernatural things also going on and it's 
It's a story of people coming together in the face of disaster. Okay. I mean, it's climate change. It's climate change. And it is a climate change yes. thing. Okay. Yes. I, yeah, I'll, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I will say, I will say, before we go to the quick, uh, the quick tends to get the last word on these. Got it. Um, I will go and say that Sharknado, what is going on here? This is similar to Exeter. Mm. There was a producer that was just just did like three eight balls in a row mm. and walked by some kids smoking weed and said, Hey, you want to make a movie? I got $10 million in my pocket. Make a movie. That's what I think is going on here. I wish that would happen to me. <laughs> I wish that would happen <laughs> I to me wish too. That would be so bad. Sean, the quick, and the effervescent, ever loving. <laughs> Known in the DJ circles as the Quig. Come on, Mr. Quiggy. And also a Devils fan. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yes, look at that. I, I didn't know you were into hockey. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what do you think is um, going on here? I think... Um... <laughs> I think... <laughs> I mean, it's a stretch. Okay, I'm oh. going to put it out there. It's not obvious. <laughs> Okay. It's yeah. not, you really need to delve. I guess you need to be kind of intellectual. Um, <laughs> but I think basically sex school. <laughs> okay. I, I thought, I thought it, I, I saw some of the signs. It didn't look like a sex school. It did. It did. I think that's what's going on. Okay. And I, you know, and I think, and I think the signs were subtle. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Because I mean, the whole like exchange of food in the liquor store between the daughter and the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. There was other promises going on. There was, a, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. Tara was definitely in the back seat, like the stepmom, <laughs> like in all the like Brazzers movies. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think that's which what... is really popular these days. What step? Step? Oh yeah, step, step parents. Person, yeah. Yes. Yeah, why not? I don't. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> that's true. That is that is quite a common thing. It is a common I've thing. been noticing it on the searches. The yes. most searched. Yes. Uh, uh, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of those things, and it's best like whenever there's like a stepmom involved, they kind of like like have a script going, and it's like no 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 you you've already ruined the porn. It's like modern porn we don't don't do the scripts. No the scripts. old porn if you watch like some of the old porns from like the sixties and seventies, they they were actually like completely laid out scripts, mm. and the sex would happen in between, but there was definitely a story. These stories are just kind of like oh who are you I'm the plumber. Oh, what kind of tool do you have? Let me show you. Ah. And even that is like way better Boom. than most of the scripts that come up. It's just, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. I'm the computer guy. I heard there was a problem with your RAM. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know. I with think the computer's track. working fine, but you could just fuck me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is okay. that your floppy disk? <laughs> okay. No, alright. <laughs> My husband has a floppy disk, but I thought I'd upgrade to a flash drive. <laughs> very good, very good. Alright, so now for our review. Let's go with food first. La Placita Bakery. We had some lovely beef empanadas, mm-hmm. which I like these actually. The traditional ones are kind of like in flour. These were like in corn. These were it's in like corn. corn yeah, meat, yeah. Which like so crispy and nice. I really like those. So what yes. do you think? Ms. I Lara? would give it a four. A four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There. 
they tasted like something I would have like at somebody's like barbecue, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it yeah, had yeah, that yeah. home good taste. And the hot sauce they gave was very good. The hot sauce was so good. So good. It, it was, was spicy. Yeah. Sean? Yeah. Uh, I'd say I'd say three point seven. Okay. Um and that's and that's I'd probably have said it for. It's just that having had other empanadas that are good that mm-hmm. I, it was slightly better than this. Okay. But to be fair to them, I mean that that wasn't the only thing they did. It just happened to be sent this salt. No, no, right, right, right. We so, were just going. We were going for finger foods because yeah, it's yeah. Not like, because of the uh, football season. Yes, <laughs> I I would also give I would give it like a four point one. I really just enjoyed the uh, this crispness of which kind of makes me wonder like how did they bind the corn around? The, like they must have used egg or something. But mm. I I really enjoyed the the crispness of of it because it, it's um. Yeah, I, I mean, the best way I can describe it almost like if you like fried Palantine, stuck beef mm-hmm. in the middle of it, and yeah. you know, it was all crispy yeah. and nice. It's, it and there's like a lot of potato in the middle too, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, that yes. was good. It was that very was nice. Really it was good. a very nice mix. So yeah, and I love the hot sauce. I thought that tangy and hot at mm-hmm. the same time. I thought it was very mm-hmm. nice. That was one of my criticisms with the potato. Is like that's like an old British trick. To like screw you out of the fucking <laughs> That's like, yeah, you yeah, put potato in it. Yeah, it was a little filler. It. it was a little bit of a filler, but the potato was tasty. It, it was, it was. I, I agree. There is that. There is that. But they are a little bakery and they're probably trying to save money on their meat mix. So, yeah. yeah. So, Making their dollars stretch. Yes, exactly. Okay, now for our trophy wife, what did you think, madam? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a four point. Two. A four point two. Yeah. All right, that's a fair. Oh, you're so good with your ratings. You're I'm so... very generous, and also, oh, I mean, gosh. I liked it better than the hops and the ales because uh, I do prefer less hoppy beers. Okay. And this was like something that I think I would order on like a sunny day outside by the yeah by the water. Okay, uh, Mr. Quigley. Um, uh, I give it a yes. Uh, that's, that's hard. <sighs> See, I never know whether to judge it by context of the the type of beer it is or just beer in general. By beer that it is, I'd say like a four point one two. Right. Beer in general, I'd say about three point eight. Just because like it's not my go to, I would usually I'm the opposite. I prefer the hoppy beer, so I would okay. usually go for that. But considering because I've had plenty of just you know like gold nails, like the more lighter ones that are really nothing to them, right. and this had enough taste, so this was a. For what the sort of beer it was, it yes. was a very good example. Very good, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. That, that, that's what that's what it is. It's uh, uh it's full yet light. Mm-hmm. For I guess I don't know if that's the right description, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I um okay. So are you going for three point eight or four point one, or are you going for three point nine? Split the difference. Three point nine. Yeah. Okay. Three point nine. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this one uh yeah a solid like four four point one. Because also, like I said, um, this is this is just like it's al- it's almost like you know just not ciderish. Cider is not the right, but kind of like when you're drinking cider, it's not very heavy, mm. but it's nice because it's just kind of refreshing and soft and crisp. And this one is all of those things. And like you said, we've had some of the various um, summer ales on the show before, and they're just kind of like. I think the Brooklyn Summer Ale was a little bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, because true. it was, um, it, it, it was a little too, I mean, it wasn't watered down, but it kind of was a little pale, I guess, in flavor, is, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But this one, yeah, this is like, 
A solid four point one. That's bigger. All right. So, oh, so a uh, quick question. Uh, we didn't do it last episode, but since we're all here, we can do it. Um, anything to plug? Any shows to plug or anything? Ooh. Um, yes. Okay. I am currently promoting for Where Angels Fear to Tread. It okay. is a new musical based on an old book. I'm not in it, but oh, okay. I am. I work for... For the theater company that is putting it on. Okay. I've seen it many times now and I love the music. Okay. If you're into classical musical theater, come out and see it. Okay. Uh, where, Angel- where, where is it playing? It's oh. playing at the Players Theater on McDougal Street. Okay. Let me put that down. The Players Theater mm-hmm. at McDougal Street. Yes. And it's Where Angels Fear to Tread? Where Angels Fear to Tread. Tread. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, where angels... They don't mind to sew. They're just worried about where they're going to <laughs> place their little toesies. Nice. Um, <laughs> Mr. Quigley? Uh, no. Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you, you don't want to plug Fair. anything? So you honest. Sure? So Not honest. Really. <laughs> Not really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> No. There you go. <laughs> okay. You don't have to. No one's saying. All right. Well, let uh, us know when you book something. <laughs> Invite us. <laughs> I'm terrible at that stuff. I don't like it. I could like. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, I will plug. We're I'm in Rhinoceros at the uh, Red Monkey Theater, up at Cahill Theater at the on the campus of uh, the College of Mount Saint Vincent. Nice. And we're having shows from October 8th through the 19th. Dope. So, yeah, it should be about eight shows or something like that. Cool. So, if anybody's in the area and want to go see it, go check it out. Mm. Otherwise, uh, we got Where Angels Fear to Tread at the Players Theater on McDougal Street. And Sean doesn't, even though he's in things, he doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm, they're not paying me to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> so, cast Sean immediately. <laughs> You want a multi-amazing manager, hire a fucking marketing manager, okay? Okay? I'll be good in the thing. You're, you're hiring me for my time while I'm in the thing. When I'm off the clock, I'm off the clock, okay? Actor only, no worries. Oh, that's right. We should get him a gold chain like a gold chain. This is actor, actor only. only. Oh, you're coming for strike? Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah. He's only an actor. He's actor only. And that, ladies and gentlemen, why he's the quig. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, folks. Well, thank you very much for tuning into another episode, episode nineteen. Uh, Sabrina, thank you very much for guesting with us last couple. Of thank episodes. you for having me. Yeah, no, this, this is fun. Wonderful. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Sean, see you next time, sir. Yes. Goodbye. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>